0: you suffer from numbness, tingling, burning, or pain in your feet and legs, it could be caused by something as simple and common as a B1 deficiency. This is Dr. Ronald Houghton with a solution for low B1, Zobria by Realm Labs. Zobria is a safe, effective, and clinically proven nutritional supplement containing a high-potency bioactive form of vitamin B1, which has been shown to reverse symptoms caused by low B1 with no side effects. Low B1 causes your nerve cells to stop functioning properly, resulting in numbness, tingling, burning, and pain in the feet and legs. It may also contribute to forgetfulness, loss of mental focus, fatigue, and loss of appetite. Restoring proper B1 levels has been shown to improve the functioning of these nerve cells. You can get Zobria risk-free by going to zobria.com. That's Zobria.com and get 20% off with coupon code Hoffman at checkout. This offer is only available to Intelligent Medicine listeners. That's Zobria.com. Vitamin B1 perfected. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's our weekly compendium of answers to your questions. We call it Q&A with Layla. And here is the eponymous Layla, (laughs) uh, after whom this segment is named. Uh, Yes, she truly exists. She is a living, breathing entity. And uh, we work together on a daily basis. I uh, am not a robot. You are not a robot. (laughs) Uh, You are not an... An avatar right uh, you are uh, a real live person, mm-hmm. so uh here we be, and uh the questions come to us via radio program at AOL.com. dot com mm-hmm. It's a little bit of the August doldrums, you know yeah
1: people are on vacation,
0: yeah. But, you know, what's sort of heightening, it's always a little bit of an anxious time because, you know, the summer's ending. That's sad for some people. It is. Uh, the news is bad. The news about uh, COVID is bad. The news about international happenings is bad. Yes. Uh, and uh, plus we had a kind of a near brush with a hurricane. Uh, I was a little anxious this weekend because my house was like I looked at the cone for the hurricane. It was like, it's like dead center, you know, where my uh, beach house is. Oh my! And I, you know, and was, I saw yeah. uh, you know like the, the you know little spinning icon on the weather, you yes. know projection, and I said it's going to go. It's going to be a, a you know smack dab on, it. but then it kind of tacked east. And yeah. then um, some of the you know neighbors were kind enough to uh, post some Facebook pictures of how placid and calm it was. So a
1: lot of histrionics about the weather.
0: Yeah, like well, I think there's also a little bit of a narrative because it's like it's a catastrophe. It's like the world is ending. It's, it's a apoco- category
1: one hurricane. It's
0: apocalyptic, Henri. It's like you know it, it, that storms are going to get worse and worse and worse and worse until you know we have like one of those great right. B movies, you know, where people are you know, uh, uh, floating around in light boats uh, in yeah. major metropolitan areas. And, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, so anyway, so, um, that you know. All's good. All, all's well. A lot of rain in New York. A lot of rain. Yeah.
1: A lot, of, a lot of rain. Yeah. At some point, I was walking down to the basement looking for floods because I don't remember it raining that much. Yeah. So that was something. That all was clear. Good. Well, yeah, fun. I went
0: on a bike ride right afterwards, and uh, it was just—it it had just passed. I was in New Jersey during that weekend, you know, away mm-hmm. from the center of the storm, and it, it was—you know—there were some puddles, but it was kind of refreshing getting a little splash from the puddles, because uh-huh. the wheels like, whoosh, you know, uh-huh. fling it onto your back. You don't
1: hydroplane, do you, on uh, a bike? And no, hopefully not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's know, like not going to be helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
0: So, don't break. Don't yeah, break. Right. This the and, and then I went to one of my favorite uh, places to ride and there was a mm-hmm. there was a roadblock because there was uh, flooding so mm-hmm. I couldn't go. Eh, did the best of it. What are you going to yeah. do? What are you going to do? Um okay. So, this week uh, radio program at AWOL.com is the destination for questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to review the results of a big study on the prevalence of vitamin and supplement use among U.S. adults from 1999 to 2012. Now, believe it or not, that's the last date where we have uh, comprehensive data because they wow. don't do these surveys that often. And the study, it took them actually four years to publish the study. So it was completed. You know, they looked at the time period, 1999 to 2012. And the study was published in 2016 in JAMA, mm. uh, Journal of, of
1: the, the American, American Medical, Medical Association.
0: Association. Yeah, yeah. Um. Or some, as mm-hmm. one of our colleagues uh, uh, refers to it, pajama.
1: <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Pajama. Pajama. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Okay. So that's. Um, oh, that's uh, Alan Gaby. Alan Gaby.
1: That's a keeper.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the, in this study, they say that dietary supplements are commonly used by U.S. adults, yet little is mm-hmm. known about recent trends in supplement use. Well. By now, this data is already ten years old. Mm-hmm. But, um, oops. So, what they found is that, um, uh, not surprisingly, a high percentage of Americans use supplements. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, what they found was that, um, as you might expect, uh, older individuals took more supplements. There actually, has been a slight decline in the use of supplements by younger people, according to this, compared to wow. the, the previous uh, survey, mm-hmm. which was done prior to 1999. Mm-hmm. Um, they found that uh, um, the that of the 38,000 adults surveyed, um, let's see, um, supplement use 000. increased with age.
1: Mm-hmm. Supplement use increased with age.
0: Seventy-two percent of adults age sixty-five plus reported use, Uh as compared to forty percent of adults ages twenty to thirty-nine. Overall, fifty-two percent of adults reported using any supplement product Uh in the prior thirty days. Um, Use was interesting. uh, Well, not that not too unexpected. Use was highest among non-Hispanic whites. Uh-huh. and lowest among Mexican-Americans. There may be socioeconomic or cultural factors involved. There was an educational gradient with use highest among the most highly educated. So, you know, this kind of goes against the narrative that, you know, these ignorant, superstitious people are using supplements instead of medication. It's actually pretty pretty much the people well-educated people yeah. with advanced degrees. Um, the use was highest among the most highly educated uh of those with a greater than four-year college degree reported use as compared to 37% of those with less than a high school degree. Mm -hmm. And part of that may be economic because generally people with a better education make more money, but, you know, they also may be more um, uh, medically and nutritionally literate and Mm -hmm. understand the rationale for taking supplements. Okay. um, Oh, wait a minute. Oh, I do -hmm. do apologize. Uh, They compared to two uh decades they actually have a comparison. So they have the comparison of nineteen ninety nine to two thousand and twenty eleven to twenty twelve.
1: Ah okay. okay.
0: Now yeah. would you say that the this is I'm gonna put this question to you. Yeah. And look there's no correct answer. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna grade you on this. But what would you say? Do you think there was a change from nineteen ninety nine to two thousand to twenty eleven to twenty twelve? And if so is it greater or lesser or is it the same?
1: Well I have two answers. I would like to think that it is greater from 20 to 21 uh from 2000, uh, 2000 to 2012 2000 to 2012 uh because of just more information, more science backing supplements, but at the same time it could be less because of the big hammer of pharma that's been hitting the nutritional There's some negative industry. propaganda a lot of negative propaganda and then people are maybe being scared away from it. So mm-hmm. Sort of counter wonder. countervailing
0: influences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so, you know, actually yeah. you're right, because I think um, there is a greater awareness, but mm-hmm. there's also some negative publicity about supplements. Supplements don't work. Right. Uh, multivitamins are not beneficial. Case closed. Yeah. All of those right. headlines, remember? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, so here's it. It might be that. What they found is there was no change in the use. Huh? 52% 1999 to 2000, uh, 2011 to 2012. No change. Exactly the same.
1: Uh, wait, there, wait, wait, wait. They just they just copied their work from 1999 <laughs> 2000. They didn't actually do it. They just, oh, let's just go ahead and do it. And ran out, Somebody ran out of grant money and said, that's okay. That's what high
0: school just... pay, uh, the students do. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, there was also no change in the use mm. of, of uh, greater than four supplement products. So that see, I'm there with that. I and you probably are. You consume more than four products a day. Yeah, right? sure. I mean, I wonder what the category is for people consuming twenty yeah. products a day because I would be in there. Mm. Uh, what what? Just take a wild guess. What do you think the percentage of the population using greater than four supplement products per day would be? Oh. Again, we're not grading you, but
1: yeah. Well, can we go by age group?
0: No, just, just overall. Ov- overall, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's by maybe it's by age group. Oh. It's it's, uh, about 10%. Really? Only 10%. Only 10%. Uh, Now, Mm -hmm. in terms of multivitamins, which is a product containing 10 vitamins and and or minerals, uh, multivitamins are less popular. They went from 37% to 31%, and I just lost my page. Ah. (laughs) Well,
1: you know, there could be a reason for that, because there's more information about personalized nutrition targeted nutrition, where people could, could just say, hey, I don't want to just take a multi. I want to take something targeted to help me with my That's blood pressure, with it. my blood sugar, sort with of my back. energy. There's been a pushback like against
0: multis. Yeah. Um, the use of multivitamins decreased. Um, what about mm-hmm. vitamin D supplementation? Did you think? It, oh, I think was, it went up. It did. It absolutely did. Because Vitamin of, D supplementation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Vitamin D Council's work or Vitamin D Society, whatever they're calling themselves now, more and more of that work has come to yeah. the fore. And now We're more and more about, about more. anti-cancer, anti uh, uh, pro-immunity, all of it. It's, there's just so much so about it, vitamin D.
0: It increased from 5% to 19% in that 10-year period.
1: Wow. Yeah. Okay.
0: And what about fish oil? Easy question.
1: Oh, uh, I want to say it went up yeah and now it will probably also go further up because of the pharmaceutical lavazas and uh vasipa and whatever but are they even uh categorized as
0: a'm not sure as they, a nutraceutical. they break fish down. Oil,
1: I would imagine it went up
0: it went up significantly it went up from one point three percent to twelve percent Wow I find it difficult to believe that from in nineteen ninety nine in 2000, only 1.3% of people were taking it. I just find that kind yeah. of implausible. Because already there was a great awareness. But anyway, look, it's increased. Maybe not that Yeah, numbers. but
1: what's great awareness for you is
0: you know, zilch for... The general public. The general yeah. public, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Look, I mean, so for, here's an example of what might have influenced this. Do you remember uh, a few years back there was an article in JAMA, again?
1: <coughs> Pajama?
0: Pajama, which is entitled... Get this, the supplement paradox, negligible benefits robust consumption. So the official word was out and it was reported on by the press that multivitamins don't do any good. Yeah. And so that may have uh, you know, uh, caused the curve to go downward on yeah. multivitamins. Yeah. So there's, like you say, there's a countervailing trend. There's like more and more people are embracing, self-empowering, uh, you know, grassroots efforts to yes. improve health. Mm-hmm. And there's also great new research on supplements, which, yeah. you know, fills my, my programs and my podcasts every week.
1: And there are a whole lot, there's a whole lot more information on the internet. There yes. are even kits and programs that you can jo- join and it's virtual or they mail it to you and meal plans and, or, or uh, or meal services, uh, Things like that.
0: It's been democ- so, it's been democratized. Yes, yes. So, uh, however, so. the countervailing trend is that there's still a lot of pushback. There are studies, like you said, case closed. You know, fish oil doesn't work. Yeah, fish oil doesn't work. Well, how come the pharmaceutical fish oil works, but the uh, over-the-counter one that you get in the health food store does? No,
1: no, and the secret word is patents.
0: Yep, <laughs> <laughs> that's the secret word. <laughs> so, anyway, so uh, let's see. If there's any more detail on this? <laughs> and there's lots and lots of details, um, you know, they break down by ethnicity, Yeah, you know, whites, uh, non-Hispanic whites being the more likely takers of this. Right. Um,
1: yeah. yeah. It's also a matter of accessibility uh, for certain groups, like, you know, uh, lower socioeconomic
0: I mean, if you can barely fill your, your supermarket basket, you know, you're not probably going to. Exactly. Buy a lot of or
1: if you're in a food desert. Yeah. Where you don't have a supermarket and you have to travel to one. Or a reasonable, a decent supermarket, not just your corner deli. Um, so. Yeah. Uh,
0: of the non-vitamin and mineral supplements. Non-vitamin, so this would preclude, you know, vitamin C or vitamin D. Which, what do you think was the most commonly used? Uh, supplement. that's not a vitamin or a mineral.
1: Oh, some kind of herbal, maybe. Uh, it's not a vit- Oh, maybe uh, like a protein we were, shake or we were, a drink. No,
0: we were on the right track. With oh, fish, oil, fish, oh, oil, fish oil. Fish oil. Fish oil. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Omega three fatty acid. They say use increased almost sevenfold. I don't think those. That, that it might have wow. increased, but not sevenfold. Anyway. Or maybe uh, it did. Maybe. And then um. The official yeah, increased, uh, as did use of coins on Q ten, cranberry, green tea, UGCG, um, yes. MSM, and probiotics. Probiotics are another growing category.
1: Oh, that was already yes, yes, yes that was starting to break. Breaking news about uh, probiotics. The green microbiome. tea
0: use increased from like zero point eight percent to five point five percent,
1: and I think that's when green tea was getting the most press for. A possible metabolic aid, right? An aid for weight loss, weight maintenance.
0: So there, there were some supplements that used to be popular. They're less mm-hmm. in vogue. Mm-hmm. Use of echinacea decreased mm. because maybe some people concerned about autoimmunity or putting the brakes on immunity. Yeah, uh, whatever. Uh, which is a hypothetical. I'm not sure that's really the case. As did the use of garlic. But, mm. you know, we have coyote Gage garlic extract. I think is doing very well.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, ginkgo biloba. I think ginkgo biloba because it's a bit of a blood thinner. Yeah. And, um, you know, so maybe there's some cautions on it. Ginseng use, less. Um, use Ginseng of, use was, I think their heyday was in the 90s. Yeah. It's a little um, 20th century. Right? You know,
1: yeah.
0: Although it's a good supplement. Yeah. Uh, yeah. use of glucosamine and chondroitin did not significantly change. Nor did use of amino acids or fiber. Um,
1: That's interesting about the glucosamine chondroitin. I remember there were some big trials, the GUIDE and the GATE trial.
0: Which were positive, but then there's been yeah. a lot of negative publicity that it doesn't see. really work. I mean, I personally take it. and I think yeah. it does protect. I mean, I don't think it relieves severe arthritis. I mean, once you're that far gone, it's not going to rebuild right. your cartilage. Right. Um,
1: and unfortunately, the advice given for arthritis: oh, take your take your NSAIDs, you know, for the pain. But those NSAIDs can also accelerate accelerate the diminishing cartilage. Yep.
0: Wow. Use of lycopene containing supplements also increased lycopene, which is the signature tomato ingredient that helps yeah. the prostate. Yes. Okay. Um, and
1: anti-cancer.
0: Twenty-five percent of men used in 2005 to 2006. Oops in the page here, mm-hmm. and scroll down, yeah. scroll down, scroll down.
1: Yeah, lycopene is probably the most popular carotenoid supplement. Well, beta-carotene,
0: right? You know, They've they been they in the discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, the stabilization appears to be the balance of several opposing trends with a major... this. They say this may reflect increased scrutiny of multivitamins following several studies showing no benefit mm-hmm. or purporting to show no benefit. Um, and then, then the experts have said there's not enough evidence that multivitamins are supplements for that disease. Um, blah, 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 blah. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Antioxidants are a little less popular. Uh, and they say this reflects increasing skepticism regarding antioxidant supplements. Because um, that, that was a kind of popular theory that take. it takes a lot of antioxidants. Well, now it's a little, you know, less Yeah, clear-cut. Yeah. Um, and I think
1: antioxidants were the first to be hammered by Big Pharma as not good enough. No, it doesn't really do that. They did a beta
0: carotene study in smokers. They then turned it, it seemed to make things worse. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, so and that, that was early on. Early on. Was that like, was
1: even before I was in. in Undergrad, I believe. Right. Yeah. So, so that's interesting. So these are the trends. It took, these are trends yeah. to, uh, yeah. it took them that long to get that information together. That's
0: yeah. interesting. But, you know, I don't think the problem is this is, you know, very broad brush. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be like, you know, less people are using medications. Well, what medications mm. and why? You know, are there some that are really beneficial and some not? But you know, it's like a broad categorization. And as we mature, we, you know, move on from one supplement to another and we have a better awareness that some supplements may be less important to prioritize. And, you know, for example, we thought vitamin E, vitamin E, vitamin E for heart health, a little less so now. Yeah. We're not mega dosing on vitamin E as much.
1: Another thing that could be a confounder, you said 1999 to 2000 and then. 2010 to 2011. It was right after the financial collapse.
0: They, they actually mentioned that here. Good. 2008. They, that, they mentioned here. I mean, it here. people were feeling it. They mentioned it here. That and people, that's a reason
1: not to buy supplements anymore because dis- they need
0: to eat first. Right. People had less discretionary income. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. you know, I, I, for example, I mean, I, I take a ton of supplements and, uh, mostly i pay for them occasionally the supplement companies here try this you know it's a great you know, but i don't get much in the way of freebies so i spend a lot on supplements Mm -hmm. and you know fortunately you know uh you know i have a comfortable uh income but i think about it sometimes (laughs) you know i don't want to think about it because if if i did the math i go how many utility
1: bills can i pay with oh my god how
0: much am i spending on supplements Right, right, right but you know look i mean I'm an outlier. You're an outlier. Yeah. We're in this field. Yeah. We want to experience it. Yes. And we're like our own guinea pigs to yeah. some extent. True. Okay. True. We're gonna break now because and we know what works. Yeah. We're gonna allow one of our sponsors an opportunity to sell you more vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> so here it goes. Listen up. Did you know that olive oil is at its peak of flavor and nutrition right after it's fresh pressed at harvest time? That's why my favorite olive oil is delivered to me direct from the latest harvest, thanks to the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and as a listener of Intelligent Medicine, you can try a bottle of their finest artisanal olive oil, normally $39, for just $1, with no obligation to buy anything else. I've been enjoying these harvest fresh olive oils for years. They are far and away the brightest, most lively, and flavorful olive oils I've ever tasted. Their antioxidants and polyphenols are off the charts because they're fresh from the harvest. They make store-bought olive oils taste dull and flat by comparison. Taste for yourself. Check out this generous trial offer and get your $39 bottle for a buck with no obligation to buy anything else. Visit MyFavoriteOliveOil.com. In my case, it truly is MyFavoriteOliveOil.com myfavoriteoliveoil.com Thanks for listening and be assured that uh, we are very careful about who we select as sponsors. Uh, We turn many, many offers down, potentially lucrative offers, Hmm. because if I don't believe in the supplements, they're not going to be uh, able to message you with their information. Right. So, yeah. thanks to our sponsors. All right. Do uh, you have a question? Yes,
1: from Marianne. Dear Doctor Hoffman and Layla, hello. I am a sixty-year-old female and had a DEXA bone density scan. They did the regular one and a spinal one. I'm not sure why he ordered that one. The technician said they it's always, okay. Almost yeah.
0: generally, uh, they always uh, hips and spine.
1: Okay. Uh, not sure why. Yeah. The technician said it's it's to check for fractures if someone loses height. And that doesn't apply to me. Remember, she's only 60. Well, well,
0: well, I'm not sure what that means because yeah. we look at the spine even if there's no fracture because yeah. we can find osteoporosis in the spine right. as well as in the hip. Well,
1: wait, she says I had a dexabone density scan. They did the regular one and a spinal one. So maybe this is a different spinal. I don't know something? what she's talking about. All right. The doctor didn't talk to me about the results. He had someone call me for 20 seconds to tell me I have osteopenia. Is that normal for the doctor not to discuss the
0: results of the test? Stop. it is quite normal. For it is. Doctor, it is because this yeah. is it's not an emergency. Right. And but right. it leaves a patient hanging. Yes. It's not a good communication True. because osteopenia uh you know comes it's related to the word penury which means poverty.
1: Oh, you know yeah.
0: and it means poor bone mm-hmm. as opposed to mm-hmm. porous bone which is very high risk for fracture. Yeah. And, of course, osteopenia is a physiological state for older individuals, especially women. But we yes. all have a bit of osteopenia as we age. As we age. That's um, what happens. The vast majority of us. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's not a disease. And he fe- felt that no action was required. Right. Uh, but there should be an explanation of that.
1: There should Yes, there should be. Well, here, the nurse said that the doctor told me to take vitamin D, never mentioned any dose or to check levels Just first. Just take it. Just take, take it. Take vitamin D. And take 1,500 milligrams of calcium daily and walk.
0: Oh, this this is horrendous. This is terrible. This is horrendous. This is out of the 1990s again. I so wish... I mean, look, this may be a very fine doctor in that doctor's realm. Sure. uh, You know, which is to treat disease. But Mm -hmm. their nutrition uh, understanding is woefully inadequate. Yeah. Because, first of all, the recommendation is that you... Obtain fifteen hundred milligrams of calcium via the diet and with additional supplements. Exactly. So you're—it's almost impossible to have a diet that has no calcium.
1: Right, 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 right. It's kind of everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's an electrolyte. It's necessary. Right. It's kind right. of everywhere
0: to but some degree. Certain diets are low in calcium. Yeah. Like a vegan diet is probably kind of low in calcium. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm-hmm. uh, so what you want is you want to assess your. And you do this sometimes. You yeah. look at what people subjectively, or sometimes you formally uh, yeah. assess their calcium intake, and you can come up with how much calcium they're getting. And then you can decide how much they need to achieve a goal. Yes. Now, is now the other thing about it though is vitamin D and calcium, regardless of how much vitamin D is used, mm-hmm. have really not done well mm-hmm. in terms of preventing osteoporosis in studies, right. because. Yeah. You need other things, cofactors. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we've kind of gone beyond the Tums era of treating osteoporosis. Yes, and it was more
1: about calcium rather than calcium with vitamin D. I think vitamin D in a league of its own was helpful because it's the bus that drives the calcium
0: to the bones. Right, right. So if if one is deficient in vitamin D, it might help. Then it doesn't
1: matter that they're taking 15... Hundred two thousand milligrams of calcium it's every day. It's just going to come out.
0: It's going to come out exactly. It'll make you really constipated. You know. Oh yeah. And maybe go to the wrong places. Right. Right. You know? Exactly. Turn the stool into concrete.
1: Number one. Number two. And now that we know more about vitamin K and how important Form calcifications is, in your joints, right? In your arteries. Yes. Yeah. In in breast tissue, in right. soft tissue, like that. Marianne says, I already take 5,000 vitamin D a day. My level is 64. Perfect. That's great. My husband and I don't take calcium supplements because I thought they were bad for the heart. What you just said, Dr. Hoffman.
0: But, but you know, it depends. It depends on your circumstances. I think you could take some calcium supplements if your diet doesn't hurt. I'll give you an example. Yeah. Uh, There's something I talked about in the newsletter this week is that we know that vegan women are very prone to osteoporosis. It's yes. a fact. I mean, I it wish it were otherwise. But, mm-hmm. you know, we have to recognize that vegan women, for all the benefits that might have, in yeah. terms of body weight, in terms of cardiovascular prevention, uh, they have osteoporosis at about, they're about 55% more likely to have osteoporosis. Yeah. So yeah. they did this study where they gave them just two things. They gave them vitamin D, a paltry amount, 600 IUs. Oh, my. And they gave them calcium. 600 milligrams, which is still a pretty small amount, not 1,500. Yeah. And that completely leveled them out with the average risk. Now, mm-hmm. the average risk for osteoporosis is pretty high among women in general. Yes, yes. So it didn't mean it prevented osteoporosis. It just meant that they, uh, they, they caught up with the other women mm-hmm. with just two simple interventions. So in some subgroups who are deficient in vitamin D and deficient in calcium, you can take Calcium and vitamin D to offset the risk. Yeah. But you can take it... If you have adequate calcium and vitamin D in your diet, mm-hmm. you can take calcium and vitamin D until the cows come home. It's not going to build your bones. Right. You need other things to do. Vitamin K2. Yes. Olive leaf. Yes. Iproflavone. Boron. And above all, strontium.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, DHEA. DHEA for... Maybe helpful. Yeah, yes. As well. Burn. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Marianne also says, so I, I already do cardio and resistance training regularly. How long would it take to improve bone density?
0: I don't know. But, um, you get a DEXA, what, once a year? Well, you, you're is entitled to, to under Medicare twice uh, every two years. Every two years. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, keep doing that. And don't take 1,500 milligrams of calcium because that's ridiculous. It
1: is ridiculous. Oh, my goodness.
0: And it, I just don't, I don't like the whole way that was done. Yeah, do the test. It's a it, it's a teaching moment. You it can is. you can explain to a person everything they can do to prevent osteoporosis. It's not an emergency because you're very right. far from requiring medication. Right. Um, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, you know instead of delegating it to a receptionist or a PA or you know, the, it's like mm-hmm. or a nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the, the, nurse, the
1: nurse told said that the doctor told me to take vitamin D and they never gave her, but they had the milligrams of calcium. They wanted definitely fifteen hundred milligrams of calcium, but no definitive dose of vitamin D at all. Well, the guy—it's just bad advice. I think
0: Guy graduated medical school in nineteen eighty-eight. You know, that explains <laughs> it. That could be. That's what we thought. We, we thought—I mean, we thought I didn't—I yeah. didn't buy into this. But that, yeah. they were telling doctors were telling patients to take a lot of tums for exactly. osteoporosis. Yeah, which is
1: that was the original that was the original message given to a lot of women, uh, a lot of elder, who are elderly now. Right. Oh, I just took some, 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 Tums, some. Tums, tums, tums. But no, not a great idea. Not a great idea. So, Marianne, do your strength training. Do the cardio. That's good for your heart and your lungs too. And uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Adequ- and by the way, I think a factor with vegans is also uh, adequacy of protein because bones are oh, yeah. composed of protein.
1: And a six-year-old woman like Marianne needs double the RDA of a twenty-eight or thirty-five-year-old woman. A protein for a protein. Yeah, protein. Right. To to have healthy bones. Yep. And to not get sarcopenia. Yep. Which
0: is the diminishment of muscle. Well, you so. know, it's not to worry about. I mean, no. let's see what these natural interventions do. Sure. And, uh, you know, failing that, you can be more aggressive in two years if the bone density right. slips further. Yep. yep. Which is, and by the way, osteopenia is a very broad category. It is. It's like, it's like uh, you know, poverty. Uh People who, I don't know what the cut up is now, was $32,000 a year. Well, you could be making 31999 you know, I think that's for a family
1: of four.
0: Yeah, well, okay. let's say for a family of four. Yeah. 30, that's, that's a very, for living in New York, that's a, you can barely get by. No, there's yeah, no that's question. true. But there's a difference between somebody who's like $31,999 versus someone who is a street person with no income at all. They're lumped together in poverty. Yes. Right? you know yes exactly. so uh it's a broad category from it just means less than the average you know like right. i think it's like 1.6 negative 1.6 to ne- minus 2.4 mm. and then uh osteoporosis minus 2.5 and lower yes so the negative number the higher the, neg- the number the is, worse it the lower. is the yeah. worse that it is yeah. right, right so you know the, it, it doesn't tell you where you're i mean are you uh, a little osteopenic, or are you a lot osteopenic, are you on the threshold of getting osteoporosis? It'd be nice to know. Sure. And that's why we have a discussion with patients. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people sit and talk. And we can actually mm-hmm. occupy, you know, 20 minutes talking, 20 minutes to half an hour talking about this. You know, Absolutely. In, this, you know, in a session. Absolutely. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, beautiful question. It illustrates a lot of points. Yep. Thank you for that. All right. We need to break because uh, we... Um, uh, are going to go to part two. And in part two, give us a uh,
1: yeah, give us th- a preview
0: of what we're going to talk
1: yes, about. Yes. Charlie has a question about CBD because he is concerned with THC content.
0: Okay. Good question. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Today with Layla Mutant. it's our weekly Q&A with Layla. We'll be right back with part two.